Welcome back, everyone. Episode 267 of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 267B, where we will now talk about dog. Dog. With you for that discussion is just Grayson and Roger. Chris had to leave for the evening. For the episode... uh, for the episode of Uncharted, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming, trailer talk, check out episode 267A, which posted on Tuesday, March 1st. Well, Roger, we have another movie to talk about. And a tradition, yes, di- tradition dictates, let's talk about Dog, the tomato meter at 75%. Mm. And an audience score at 90, 90. Those are mm. much higher numbers than I thought the movie going into it was going to get yeah, until I watched it. Let's get some particulars out the way, shall we, sir? Um, I think there's a big marketing problem with Dog. I don't know if they market it. It doesn't have one. It doesn't have a marketing team department. All right. This was so Dog is directed by Channing Tatum and Reed uh, Carolyn. So Channing at least co-directed it. He's a star as Jackson Briggs, Jane Adams as Tamara, Kevin Nash as Gus. Um, All right. And then we have the dog as dog. Then dog. I, I also love the poster, how it said, uh, I, I made a notice when I saw the poster hanging in the theater. The theater. It says, a filthy, animal, a filthy animal unfit for human company and a dog. Yes. Which is very clever. But again, the poster would suggest this is some kind of... The poster, Buddy comedy. The poster and the trailer would suggest it's some kind of weird buddy comedy... You know, pure comedy, and this is not that. It's not that. It's not that. This is a. It's a much darker. Why don't you tell us why it's not that, Roger? What is this so movie about? The the real thing about just listen. It is at its core a comedic movie. Okay, this movie. I think they should have marketed more of a rehabilitation story for both him and the dog, because we have uh, Jackson Briggs trying to get back, work his way back into. The military life after suffering a TBI, which stands for a traumatic brain injury, um, who's having some real mental problems and physical problems because of it. And uh, at the minimum has uh, a seizure disorder and uh, horrible PTSD, by the way. And he's just trying to work his his way back and he's having real trouble doing it and then ends up with this. He's tasked to bring a fellow ranger the dog to another ranger's funeral, his handler's funeral or her handler's funeral um, down in Arizona. And that's how these couple get together and he ends up taking the dog and they bond. And that's the real short version of the story, but it's, it's darker than, than what the the trailers would allow you to believe. And that's okay. I just think we could have got a better movie if they would have dug into that a little bit more, maybe a little bit more on the drama side of this than too much. Oh, the dog's crazy. Ha 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 sort of bullshit here so that's just me ranting sorry well i agree there i i have a couple of i think very legitimate questions involving the story of this sure um and i i i, I considered why they weren't approached but we'll, 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 we'll get to that is what this movie i think is at a core it's it's two wounded it's two wounded warriors trying to heal and they find help in, in one another to, to find ways to heal. Yeah. You know, one of the things is everyone keeps telling um, Jackson's character, Jackson Briggs, Channing's character that uh, if if only he to talk to someone, 
he'd have felt better about. He maybe wouldn't have done what he did. Um, and he keeps saying, no, obviously you didn't know Riley because he wouldn't have, no one's going to talk. Um, but through, through this movie is, you know, he talks a lot to the dog a yeah, lot and that helps him, which I, I noticed early on through. But one of the questions I had was he doesn't obviously, you know, movie arcs, character arcs have to have to be there. So his character arc is he doesn't want to do anything with his dog. He just you wants know, to get this message. Put the dog in the box, take the dog, take the box to there to get to the next job. Right, exactly. He wants to get back in with the military in order to do that. This is his shot. So he does it, but he's annoyed the whole way. He doesn't want to do this. The dog is annoying to him, but I'm surprised that they didn't. One of the major red flags, I think has to do with a, a director's kind of interpretation of the script is he didn't see in her what he is. And I'm what, a little surprised. Just as messed up as the dog is? Yeah, no, but he is. He's a very broken person, both as a soldier oh, yeah. and a he's civilian. He's super messed up. He needs professional help. I mean, to, to, to the point is, to the point where the mother of his three-year-old daughter won't even... Won't speak him, to him. He won't even... He, she kicks him out as soon as he gets there because he's unfit to deal with a three-year-old. And that says something. And that, that's very important thematically as we find in the movie is... Yep. I'm surprised the script didn't didn't use that and maybe approach this a different way. You know, maybe I'm just wanting too much out of a script. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, I think it's fair to ask for more from this movie than what we got, because if we got a little bit more, listen, I, I think this movie's pretty good. Um, but man, it could have been better. Um, they could have, could have got a little bit darker with some stuff. And I think it would have made a better movie overall because I mean, his character Jackson is really messed up. The dog is messed up. They, you know, that man needs years of therapy. <laughs> you know what I mean? He needs help, and it's sad. And the only redemption stuff that we get about him getting his life back together is in, like, a three-minute burst at the end. And I think that they cheated us of something better than that. So that's how I feel about that. I, I, I agree, but I think they chose to cut a little bit of the ending so they could have more in the in the meat of the movie, which I would have not made that decision because you know when you're dealing with broken people, the the outcome is is the most satisfying when it comes to movies is yeah. how they've been healed. And you know, like that's you know, even in the opening minutes, I was very surprised because this movie is not what it's ever at least the way they advertised it. And I don't know if they chose to do that because oh, it's easier sell people going to watch a movie about Chang Tatum and a dog and they think it's a comedy. Easy, easy way to get him to theater. Then bring the kids. It's funny. Ha <laughs> ha. Actually, you know, I'm glad you bring that. You brought that up because actually there was a mother, father, and two kids who who left. Um, in 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 one of the scenes that involved, it was one of the heavy emotional scenes, and they just left. Like sure, almost an hour into the movie, because yep. I, I guess they thought it was something different, which I could see why you think that. But I mean, they marketed it as that. That's my, that's my, that's my, my point. But I mean, it's so Jackson has to take this dog and, and through this journey, he has some really interesting ways to meet people. And, um, one thing I did enjoy was, uh, the, when the dog gets out and runs through like the forest of Oregon and he <laughs> ends up at that, at that weird play, which actually the people turn out to be pretty awesome as a matter of fact. Yeah, they give him a bunch of homemade edibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. cool. 
and they fix the dog and they realize immediately that the dog is not as broken as he thinks that she is. Um, and that's, I guess, very important thematically. It's hope for him and he sees it too, I think. Yep. Um, one thing I did like about that is, is how he entered, because he entered the house as I imagine he would have been entered. As or, Jackson Briggs, Army Ranger. Yeah, like he was down. Like if he'd had a weapon, it, it would have been in his hand and he would have been on full alert. You know what I mean? Like I appreciated that because that, I mean, an Army Ranger, you don't, that training doesn't ever leave you. I mean, nope. you have that for the rest of your life. So, I mean, I really appreciated that. And it's the same for the dog too, though. The dog also, because of the dog in, in the, there's a scene in the, in, in a hotel, which if you have a dog trained for war in the middle East, there's going to be some, there's going to be some visual cues to the dog. They're going to, they're going to remember. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the dog attacks, um, a guy who's wearing, you know, traditional Middle East garb mm-hmm. in, in, in a hotel lobby. And I actually thought that was kind of a cool scene to include. And I'm glad they included it. Yeah. yeah but absolutely. also, it's also, well, also, I, I, I love when, when he's in the lineup. All right, everyone, turn to the left. Like, it's me. I kinda, I he's just like, I did it. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm not a racist piece of shit. I'm just telling you what happened. He's like, the dog was trying to do this every day. And the dog He's like, the I don't think that that's right, but that's just how it is. I'm sorry. I did it. I was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, turn, turn to your left. Oh, I just confessed. Come on. Now let's talk about the comedy parts of this for one second. Sure. I actually think some of the comedy did land. Yeah. I know some of it's funny. A, a lot of it did land. I know the scene from the trailer we all loved was when he goes to open a bottle of water and the dog, the dog <laughs> bites it, steals it. <laughs> steals it. It was great. I loved it. I thought that was great. There's, I mean, I don't, maybe I wouldn't have included the scene in the, in the hotel when he pretended to be blind to get a free hotel room. I feel like that doesn't do servicemen any kind of honor when that, that scene, but not, not really servicemen and women. I didn't mean to be specific, but I feel like that was kind of a a weird choice, but uh, I I did like the hotel scene other than that though, you know, because they did bond and that's important with a dog that is otherwise unbondable. I mean, there's, so I, I love when I, I, one of the, I mean, why we have this movie is the dog can't fly. The dog doesn't respond to anyone. Well, and nope. it, it will not, it will absolutely freak out. It put on a flight Yep. to fly. So it has to be driven. And of course, Jackson does not want to do this at all, but he sees his chance to get back in the, in the Rangers. So he does it. But the see what I can't what what I, I don't think they ever made clear was why the dog was so nice to some of the strangers they met, but was never nice to him, even though he was always nice to the dog. I think that's about the head state of the the person, honestly. You think that was what they were trying to get across with that? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, I do. I think that had, that had as much to say about Jackson as it does about the dog itself. Well, I mean, the psychic would 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 suggest that, sure, sure. Especially now, you you want to talk about you know that that might have been one of the where where they started getting up and gathering their things was when the psychic was talking about his his three year old daughter who he doesn't see anymore, mm-hmm. and he's I thought that was kind of an interesting scene though because again it gives us more insight into into how messed up he is. And I love the scene on the gun range. Yep. When he, when, when he's shooting the pistol and he's like, he's, he's having getting a, migraines, 
some yeah. sort of like PTSD and my oh, yeah, and yeah, I I just I really love that. I I mean, coming back from yeah. war can't be easy for anybody. No, it's got to be awful. What I some mean, of these guys go through is terrible, mm, terrible. It absolutely cannot be the best, especially um, because unfortunately they didn't get a lot of time for them to actually decompress, you know, and you know get the the mental the mental health help that they need. Because listen, I'm an advocate for therapy of all types. Uh, especially with traumatic stuff like that. So um, I hope if anybody is going through something along that line that they can get it. So get all the help that they need. And I, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's like a protocol that if the handler dies and the dog is too unattached to anyone else that they just put the dog down. Yeah, that's pretty depressing, right? I and I'm not I saying that the uh, the poor animal was, you know, somebody needs to be taking that dog to the dog park anytime soon. But just to have the animal put down, man, what an unceremonious way for somebody who's a who I would say that dog's a decorated veteran hero, right? Got a purple heart, got some medals and all that. Um, just I have a hard time saying that that's it's just messed up to me. <laughs> Sorry. No, I just I don't I don't want to imagine that the American military does that, but. You know, I'm sure I kind of believe that maybe they do. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I have no doubt. There was another movie not too long ago, maybe 2017. Well, now it's been, you know, several years, but it's called Megan Levy with Kate okay. Mara as the same. She goes to the Middle East, you know, she becomes a, a bomb detector and okay. she uses her, her dog and they both get hurt in a bomb blast. And okay. the movie is about her trying to adopt the dog and keep it from being put down. It's very touching, very emotional. Okay. Um, uh, kind of along the same lines. It's a more serious version of this. And this is kind of serious to begin with, especially the content you're dealing with. Um, one of the things I did want to say is I, I don't have a problem with Chang Tatum. I no. I think in a lot of movies, he's fine. In a lot of the comedies, he really is shines. Um, I love 21 Jump Street. I love 22. I think those movies are fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, I think hilarious. Great. Um, I'm surprised that this movie is as good as it is, given that he directed it. I really am surprised by that because it's – I wouldn't think well, him capable. It makes me think that he could – if he really put it out, he could do something very special. Like this is a touch of something that's good and it could probably be better if they would have made it, like I said, a little bit more serious. Um, but I think he does a fine job acting and directing in this movie and I'm okay with that. Yeah, this is actually maybe the most I've ever ever really appreciated Chang Tim. And I, I really like him in some things. I. I know we had that one um, with Mila Kunis, Osiris Rising, or I'm, I'm missing up two, two movies, I'm sure, but it was a very serious, supposed to be a big franchise and never went anywhere, but um, it just wasn't his thing. But he really excels in comedy, stuff like that. But I mean, he's, he's funny. Um, he can be. And other movies that he's good at, uh, all jokes aside, the original Magic Mike movie is an excellent movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. And we uh, are getting I mean, another one of those. Yep, we're getting the final. That was it, Magic Mike's last ride or something like that. Yeah, which I'm I'm okay with it. Like those movies are good. They're funny. Um, they're well written, and I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm look at the IMDb for Channing Tatum. I think there's a few movies I really besides the 21 and 22 Jump Street. I think those movies. I think those movies are great for what they are. I got I got yeah. no problem with those movies. But I mean, there's some movies I want to talk about that fit right in this conversation of. Oh yes, of of all, there's several step up movies. Sure, there, there's like six or seven. He's only involved with two of them. He's I in the first two, right? 
the first one was directed by Anne Flesher, um, which was actually quite a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was I was really surprised at how even that time and how how good that was. Yeah, um, the the movie the movie quality went completely downhill after that. And making a movie that's based off dance is tough to begin with, anyway. It is, and then you really lose the quality <laughs> in some uh, of that. Yeah. So. Coach Carter was a great. I thought a really, Coach Carter's very good. A very respectful. I forgot he has a small. He has a smallish role in that. Yeah, he's just one of the players. He 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 wasn't yet Channing Tatum at that point, but oh, he's um, in the GI Joe movie. The Rise um, of Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Unsum- unsum- uh, unceremoniously killed off in the one too, um, which I thought was dumb as hell. But he's, whatever. He's also Pretty Boy Floyd in Public Enemies, that big Michael Mann movie with uh, Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, yeah. And I always love the movie. It's called The Eagle. Him, him, and Jamie Bell are. Isn't that where he the Roman soldiers or whatever? Yeah, the the Roman Ninth Legion is lost, and he goes to retrieve the Golden Eagle, which was their standard, and restore, uh-huh. restore honor to him and his father's name. I actually I really, really Mark Strong's in that. This is a very good little movie that I'm sure they made for almost nothing because I mean, when you're shooting that stuff over in Europe, it's like commonplace for them anyway. Sure. Right, they have, tons, they have tons of those sets already built in, like standing sets to begin with. Um, yeah, I liked. Well, I liked the vow. That was before Nicholas Sparks movies became like terrible. Became like every year, you know. I I, I like I like that one. Magic Mike was really good. Yeah, he's got some good movies in, in his. I like to see him in a more serious role. I'm yeah, okay with I mean, that. Oh, he was good in Foxcatcher. I really enjoyed. Yeah, that Fox Church is a great movie. Oh, that Jupiter, movie's messed up. Jupiter Ascending. That's what I was talking about. That movie's a dumpster fire. Yeah, it is. But yeah, he's been in some. Oh yeah, Logan Lucky's really good too. Sure. Um. Oh, The Kingsman. I I, I hope we get another one. I really do hope we get another one of those. I don't oh, know he was. Uh, yeah, he plays the uh, the statesman guy. Where he forgot about like, that. Where he has to like keep dancing because he's in poison. Yep. So he just he's just dancing in his underwear and, and one in the background of one scene when people are talking. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, I guess he was in free guy, but yeah, so he, I mean, he's got four movies coming up. He's not hurting for, for work, but no, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I forgot. He was the guy in free guy. The, uh, the guy that like dances all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's a big dancer. Yeah. 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 Um, but let's go okay, back to dog for just a little while. Um, some of the things that I, again, I think some of the character motivations are a bit off. I think soldiers, I, I I don't know this, but I have friends that are soldiers that have come back and are they're not quite the way they were when they left. No, and I can understand that the the horrors of war for any any generation it just it, they're awful. But yep, I I can't imagine a soldier that doesn't, especially someone in Jackson's situation, which is a TBI. Is that what's mm-hmm. called a TBI? TBI traumatic brain injury. Yep. I actually he, just read a book about a guy that his story about just a regular guy like us that just randomly had something happen to him where he ended up with a traumatic brain injury about how he had to rebuild his life after that. Very good book, by the way. What's it called? Yeah, it's called uh, The Night the Lights Went Out by uh, a guy who's actually a very good writer. He's a, he's a real fiction writer. Um, and he actually wrote a, his, autobiograph- his autobiographical story, which is kind of neat. Uh, the guy's name is Drew McGarry. Um, he actually, his story is really interesting because obviously he doesn't know what all happened. So he interviewed all the people that were there the, the night that it happened and the story following up and has their parts of it. So that's kind of neat. 
Inter- I'll so. have to check that one out because you know you're not the first person that said that said that they really like that book. So I'll yep. have to I'll have to give, give that I actually I actually like most of what he's done. He has a really excellent fiction novel called The Hike, um, which I recommend. So Oh good, oh good. And and you are you're a big books on tape guy, aren't you? I'm an audiobook guy. I am. Yeah. I'm actually about to finish off the seventh Harry Potter book for First time on audio, but like the sixth or seventh time overall, I guess. Those are so good. They're, they're such good reads, too. I have, I have a habit to just run through them all in a, a set amount of time. It's a little bit different on audiobook, but, you know, they're 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 fun. They're, you know, they're I have good. a tendency to, like, listen to those through my work week, like, as I work, like, all the, like, all the movies. And they're just, to me, it's like white noise. I've, I've, I've watched them all so many times. But yep. I, mean, I could probably literally write the scripts from. I do, I do forget how some of them are sometimes, though. How do you, you know how, how dark forget. the last couple ones get? Oh but, yeah, but that's the beauty of Harry Potter. But okay, so back to we'll we'll do a lot more Harry Potter talk in the next couple sure. of weeks when we get to the Secrets of Dumbledore. Yep. But, uh, what I was getting to is it's it's hard for me to believe that one wounded soldier wouldn't immediately recognize another wounded soldier, and he does recognize it. But towards the end, when he's supposed to recognize it through the character arc, when I thought it was weird that he would recognize that pretty immediately, and he didn't. Yep, that's a big red flag to me. Yep. When when trying to believe a story of like this, an emotional story that involves two broken, wounded warriors, it's just to yeah. me it's one of those things that maybe that was a choice early on. Maybe that's how you get the comedy. There's no comedy if him and the dog aren't at odds. Well, no, and, and the comedy there I'm okay with is just I have a hard time when he's like having interactions with other human beings, and it's all like, ha ha. Feel like I'm still really messed up, but haha, you know, I might just one day drive myself off a cliff or her. Like that dude needs mental help. Yeah. All jokes aside, to help him out, man. <laughs> You're God not wrong. damn. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> Listen, I, I enjoy a good maybe I'll just end it right now joke every day. But dude, come on. <laughs> dude, come on, man. Um, I did enjoy the scene when he was with the two women who was like, yes. No, we have to we have to see where your R is at before we get naked. He's like, all right, well, let's speed this up a little bit. Come on now. Come yep. On. Come on now. And then the dude's out there like about to throw a rock through a windshield to like give the dog some air because he thinks the dog yep. is being abused. So, And then he does break the back windshield and the dog <laughs> violently attacks him because good asshole. Yeah. Mind your business. <laughs> he says something about being agitated He and – Jackson's like, I'm not agitated, but if you throw that rock to my window, I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> he didn't say that, but like his tone of voice said it. And like, that's what, you know, but I thought mm-hmm. that was great. I, that's a scene I really did love. Because yeah. I mean, in, in that scene, you, you get all of it. You get the comedy, you get the drama, you get the emotion, all in like a five minute. Like it was just, it was interesting to me how it went through all the, it ran the gamut of emotions all in one, you know, small amount of time. The other part of, Jackson's problems is he's clearly has an alcohol problem. Oh yeah, he's got that. He has a bottle of Jack several times that, that, that he finishes multiple times. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm a big fan of some Jack Daniels, but damn, whole okay. bottle. Um, I thought that was you know that's one thing I, I haven't for a while, but I love to point out beautiful scenes, and that uh-huh. scene with the with the dog in the hotel when he when when he wakes up and he's just he's very messed up. That's a sure. great. That's a great scene when the dog just like lays on the floor with him and like puts her body on his to help him get yep. through that. That's a great scene. See, that's, that's that's excellent. Like that's what that dog you know goes out of its way to make sure that he's okay. But that's and like the, that's a turning point for the dog. Is like 
There's that's a turning point for both of them, honestly. Well, of course, but that's a great scene, though, because it, it shows you, you know, visually that she gets it, that he is as messed up as she is, even though she doesn't quite understand what messed up means. But, nope. you know, I think that guy who's who has Lulu is the dog, who has Lulu's brother, Luke or something, I forget the dog's name, yep. but Nuke or Duke. Nuke, um, I think, right? Nuke, yeah. That says these dogs are trained for war. They're trained. They're trained to discriminately hate, and we teach them that. Now it's he meets he meets uh, Ethan Suppley's character Noah. That's who it was. That was, I knew that was familiar. Ethan Suppley. Damn it. Yeah. Ah, damn. He I lost two hundred pounds. He has, and he doesn't look like Ethan Suppley anymore. But no, he looks like jacked. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's a great scene too. Because we get to see another wounded warrior who's learned to deal with his problems successfully. Who's in a much better place mentally than our lead character, Jackson. But he gives some great advice. He goes, these dogs are always going to think they're at war. Now you just have to find a way to make them think it's playing, too. Mm -hmm. That's such a brilliant way to think about to help the dogs unlearn. Because the the dog, of course, cannot unlearn what it's learned. It's not – you teach a dog to be at war in the Middle East – the dog is always going to be always thinking it's a very heightened experience. It's just, you know? a, just a job to them. That's what, that's what he said. And I thought that was very cool. I guess I never considered it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like it because it's given me a point of view I never considered before. And I, I really like that. Again, I, I think the stronger part of this movie is the dramatic emotional side of it. Not the, not the, the soft hearted comedy part of it. Well, no, I think this movie needed to be a little bit darker. I think if it is, we get a much more dramatic film and we end up really working through it. So, you know, you know what I think would have made, would have checked that box for you is instead of, instead of making the trip to get back in with the Rangers, someone asked him to do it because they know it's going to buy him a little bit of time. And visually, we understand that. As soon as he drops that dog off, you know, completing a task for a fellow ranger, he's going to kill mm-hmm. himself. And yeah, then, absolutely. I think that would have made it better. I think a little better because it shows you that he's healed in the end if he doesn't do that. Yeah. And, you know, he starts his own – what do they call that book? These soldiers oh. are told to keep a scrapbook of everything that they do. Every yep. little minute detail about themselves at war, they keep in a book. Everything that the dog did, they had one for and too. I love how Jackson makes starts making one for himself in civilian life towards mm-hmm. the end. I thought that was yep. great. But would that have checked that box for you, the fact that he was going to kill himself when he was done? Yeah, I think so. And because he had the, because, uh, the turning point with the dog, yeah, I think it would have made a better story. Damn, that's such a that would have been a much better story. I mean, you ever watch the movie Son of a Woman? With Al Pacino, one oh, that's of the a, that's a best great movies one. ever. Yeah, All he a, plans to do is blow his brains out at the end of it. That's a great. And, Pacino's in so many great legendary. Incredible movies. movie if you've never yeah. seen it. Incredible. You know, at some AMC's right now, they're doing um, they're showing The Godfather Part One. There you go. You can see that on the big screen. I, I might make that trek this this week. I've never seen that on the big screen. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, what do you think about some of the song choices? Yeah. I'm only indifferent on. It. I didn't think anything was super impactful to me personally. Not the. What's the who sings the? You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. 
You didn't, you didn't like the Kenny Rogers song? I mean, I always listen. Anytime the gambler's coming on, you're like, you're nodding your head, tapping the foot. You know, things are doing, going all right. <laughs> it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting one. I also don't know how I felt about the funeral at the end. Uh, I wish they had done a little bit. I wish they would have done a little bit more with the funeral. What do you go, go, expand on that for a second? I think they, I think they, the, all they did was, I mean, listen, when the dog walks over and he curls up next to the boots, that was sad as shit to me. It was like, that's that. I mean, that was sad, sad. And for obvious reasons. And then as Jackson puts his hand on Lulu, as they're doing the 21 gun salute, you know, that was just like, Man, this dog, dude, she's been through it. And, you know, the the, the, the handler, the, the person who trained her is gone, and she knows, and, ah, ugh, not great. But that's, that's some of the best drama parts of this movie. I also don't know how the end would have played out when he just stole the dog from the military base and drove off. Yeah. That wouldn't have ended well for him. I can't imagine. No, it could have been better. Could have been better. No, but I don't think, I think like he would have been. Oh yeah. No, they might've arrested him. Yeah. And Probably like, should have arrested him. And then put the dog down and then threw him in prison for like five yeah, years. Yeah. He's in jail and now the dog's <laughs> gone anyway. And yeah, like that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have happened like that. I'm pretty sure. No, nah, probably not. The army sure shit wouldn't let him adopt the dog. Uh, well, Again, I, don't I, don't, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm speaking about things I don't know anything about. I, maybe they're because the the guy who was tasked with getting taking Lulu from Jackson to the place where she's going to be put down, he didn't really seem like he had the most compassionate uh, towards anything. Nah, not he's really. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're 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 an hour late. Come, let's get the show on the road. Yep. He's like, well, you're talking about putting a dog down. Let's you know calm down a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. But other otherwise, this movie is fairly straightforward. It's just it's it's wounded people, what well, wounded souls healing with you with each other. Yep. Uh, it's not more complicated than that, but I don't think it needs to be either. I think in a movie like this, it benefits from it benefits from a lot of um, what I'm trying to say here. It benefits from a lot of visual cues that you don't have to talk. There's no dialogue for. Because, I mean, like, I, I really do think if we'd have gotten some visual cues that as soon as he's done fulfilling this task to another, to a fellow ranger, that he is going to just end it all himself. Yep. I think that would have been, I think that would have been, that's the better, better movie. Better story. You know, we, we always used to talk about how we can make little tweaks to make the story much more engaging. I, 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 I think that's it. I, I really do think that's it. Because Jackson doesn't have anything. I mean, he has a, a daughter who doesn't even know he exists. Yeah, not really. Because the, the mother won't let him. But I also did love that that scene in the end, too. But that was part of the, we don't get enough of that. that no, you, no, you I think we need that. a little bit more than that. Just a little bit more. I agree, man. I I, I think, it, for, you know, a lot of times I say, hey, this movie's a little bit longer than it should be. I'd like another 15, 20 minutes of this. You know, a little bit more, a little bit more Jackson Briggs Lulu Redemption Tour, you know. <laughs> And you don't often say that about movies, especially I you. Don't. You're, the, you're, I you're, don't. you're the one that's like, all right, let's cut 10, 10. Well, listen, minutes. I'm a sucker for when the time is there to use it properly. You can have a long movie and not waste time. This movie is a little shorter than it could have been. You know, a little bit, a little bit more 
stuff at the end there, I think would have helped out. When, that agree. being said, I think this movie's pretty good, though. I do. I do. Oh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I, I didn't, I, I don't quite know what I was expecting going into it, but I know it wasn't, it wasn't the score I was going to give it. That I'm going to give it in. We go into scoring it. I wasn't close. Well, I, it was marketed. I don't think they're doing this movie any favors by the marketing. No, I don't think so. This movie's not going to be up for any Oscars. I get that, but it's this movie should be watched by more, you know, like pinky in the air film lovers. You know, mm-hmm. it definitely deserves that. And I don't know why it's. I mean, I know why it's not getting it. You know, because it was advertised poorly. COVID. You know, people. Yeah. St- I, I think people still see Channing Tatum as a joke as that guy and all the funny parts because that's what he is. And I, I really do think people have a hard time getting past that for, you know, if he's going to direct a movie, which I'm all for, or put a serious, I, th- I think people have a real hard time with those, with those complete switches in, in, in actor roles. But maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being, too I don't know. It's, it's hard to flip that switch, but you know, we talk about on the, on the other podcast or the, 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 the beginning part where we talk about Uncharted, we talk about the new Adam Sandler movie coming out called Hustle um, about basketball and about how the Adam Sandler's type of character is so different from what we've seen from him most of the time and more closer to his uncut gems dramatic role. And that's some of the best versions of Adam Sandler you'll get. And, you know, there's no reason to think Chan- Channing Tatum couldn't do something like that. No, I agree 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I agree with that. As a matter of fact, I'm, I don't know why people are more excited to watch movies where an actor is completely against type. I get very excited to watch that because it's something I haven't seen very often. Yeah. So I don't know why people aren't more excited about that. I always ask myself that question is why aren't people more excited about that? But I mean, I watch more movies than you and I watch most. a ton of movies. We do. Um, you watch I, watch, I watch them more than way more than most, more than you, more than most people do. So. I mean, to, I mean, this week alone, I, th- I think I, I watched like twelve movies. That's just at home, and like I listened to to another fifteen at work. Yeah, so, I mean, like it's a ton of movies, and I, I don't know, but yeah, that's just I don't know. I, I have many questions that maybe aren't for this podcast, but for another way way down the road. But let's move to scoring this then, okay? Sarah, if you don't mind, um, I know. You want to go first? Or well, you go first? I'll go first. You went right. first in the last movie we talked about. So I'll go first this time. So I think this movie's like a seven, I think. Uh, could have been a little bit more for me. Uh, Dog's pretty good. Um, overall, I, I thought we were going to get some weird buddy cop, buddy cop with a dog comedy thing. We get a little bit of comedy and a really deep look at uh, a former soldier's mental health. And I think we could have got a little bit better of a story if we went down that path. Overall, though, I think Dog's pretty good. The funeral scene at the end, it's its a tearjerker for some people. Always got me. Um, I managed to avoid it, though. But I, I like the movie. I would like to see it a little bit more. But I think a seven's a pretty fair score for it. I'm going to go with six and a half. Wasn't quite as high as a seven. But keep in mind, I expected to give this a four. <laughs> Or, or 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 less, but I just I loved Dog. I of the two movies we watched to talk about this week, um, Dog and Uncharted. I certainly did not expect Dog to be the better movie, but it is <laughs> right. It's and not say listen, Uncharted was a big surprise though. Yes, it was. I mean, that movie could have been way more awful than it was, <laughs> way more awful. But I mean, there is so much to like in this movie, and like I always say about Ben Affleck when he made Gone Baby Gone is. 
Ben Affleck had been on our radar since like the mid the mid nineties as far yep. as an actor, but he really became an actor and a filmmaker when he started directing because everything he did after that, man, it was good. It's better. It's yep. he understands things that he just didn't before. And I just, to me, it's like Ben Affleck pre 2007 and after 2007, it's like turning on and off a light switch. It just, it's such a different person. That's sure. how I feel about Chang Tatum is he just blew me. I'm because of dog, whatever he chooses to make next, you know, in, in, in the director seat, I will go watch without any hesitation. That's what he's earned for me from, from, from dog. So because I think there's real promise in dog. And like you said it best, this is a look into, you know, we don't get this look into like wounded soldiers very often. You don't not enough. And I think we should, because the American military is massive. And I have several friends that went into the military after high school, after college, you know, some didn't come back and I've, you know, some, one of them was really close and, it took me a while to get over and the, and the, the anger behind that and his family was upset and I get that, but there, there are also some, I, I have one friend that came back two years ago from serving 10 years and he's still not, he doesn't, he's still having some difficulty. He could back use some help, right? Help civilian out. life. He's getting help, but he's not quite there yet. And is, you know, good. It's, it's just. In all seriousness, I wish him the best because it's hard. Man. No, I, hard. I appreciate it. And I, I also appreciate like hell our, our servicemen and women that go do the things that, you know, help, you know, make freedom free for as long as it's going to be. But I do, I have a soft spot for military personnel and I have an even softer spot for, you know, men like Jackson Briggs who are just, who need some help and aren't getting it, but they need it. Mm-hmm. And I wish we got more stories like that. I really do because they're emotional and they're great. They can be anyway, you know, not all of them are like Jackson where they have a good ending, but, they, sure. all des- they all deserve to be told. And I think we'll, I hope we get more of those, but a six and a half, I think is where it fits. And I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to give it a six and a half. Sure. That's I, good. I wanted to go seven. I just couldn't justify, I couldn't justify the same score I gave Joker. Right. <laughs> but you know that, you know that all too well. I sure. Think. I do. Trust mm-hmm. me. I do. <laughs> all right, Roger. This has been episode 267 B of Ford Love Cinema. Each new episode posts on Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five, Apple, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube and send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Belfast and licorice pizza just mm-hmm. in time for the oscars baby absolutely absolutely oscars because we're fancy mm-hmm.